0: It's August 16th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Kottnor.
1: And I'm Riley Fessler.
0: Our top stories from international outlets this morning. Former President Donald Trump and multiple individuals have been charged in Fulton County, Georgia, for their alleged involvement in attempting to overturn the 2020 election results. This indictment follows a lengthy two-and-a-half-year investigation and involves a complex racketeering case with 41 criminal counts against 19 defendants, outlined in a 98-page indictment. In contrast, a federal indictment filed against Trump in Washington focuses on a more concise approach with four charges related to election subversion. The Georgia indictment is extensive, accusing various individuals, including Trump, of false statements, witness tampering, and impersonating public officers in a conspiracy to reverse election outcomes across multiple states. The state's use of the racketeer-influenced-and-corrupt-organization statute aims to create a broad narrative involving Trump and his associates. However, Legal experts highlight potential challenges in conducting a complex trial involving 19 defendants and the potential for juror skepticism. Trump's allies criticize the investigations, accusing them of political motives, while some critics question the legal basis for criminalizing certain statements related to election fraud as protected speech under the First Amendment. The Georgia indictment's extensive nature aims to hold multiple individuals accountable beyond Trump, but it also raises concerns of prosecutorial overreach. The trial's complexity and possible appeals could prolong the
1: legal process significantly. A container ship named Joseph Schult, flagged under Hong Kong, departed from Ukraine's Odessa port, symbolizing a test of Russia's threat to attack shipping following its withdrawal from an agreement permitting Ukraine's grain export. Russia's recent attack on Ukraine's grain export infrastructure, involving airstrikes that damaged key grain silos and warehouses, aggravated tensions. Despite the threats, Ukraine established a humanitarian corridor in the Black Sea to release cargo ships trapped in its ports, emphasizing their non-military purpose. The ship carried over 30,000 metric tons of cargo and was en route to Istanbul utilizing the corridor to evacuate ships stranded in Black Sea ports since Russia's invasion. As Ukraine countered Russian forces' occupation, battles persisted, and Ukraine's attempts to recapture villages indicated offensive drives toward the Sea of Azov. The conflict has significantly impacted Ukraine's grain exports, with the Danube river ports becoming a crucial route after Russia's departure from the Black Sea grain deal. The situation escalates as Russia fires warning shots at cargo ships, endangering navigation and prompting international concern. Turkey hopes for Russia's re-entry into the grain deal, while global food prices rise due to the conflict's disruption of supply chains.
0: The focus on determining the cause of the devastating fire that engulfed Lahaina, Hawaii, has shifted toward Hawaiian Electric, the largest power utility in the state lawsuits from lahaina residents against the utility claim that its power equipment was insufficient to withstand strong winds and that the company should have preemptively shut down power before the winds struck similar shortcomings in hawaiian electrics actions have been noted by wildfire experts who studied california's catastrophic fires despite the wildfires destructive impact and 99 reported deaths. Officials have not yet identified its cause. Downed power poles and lines were found in Lahaina and surrounding areas, and questions have been raised about whether power shutdowns, though disruptive, could have prevented the disaster. Shares in Hawaiian Electric have plummeted, indicating concerns over potential legal liabilities. The company's response and the effectiveness of its power shutdown program have come under scrutiny as investigators continue to seek answers.
1: In other news, British firms trading with Ukrainian counterparts are facing forced closures of their bank accounts due to concerns over Russian sanctions and money laundering, according to a letter from the British Ukrainian Chamber of Commerce. The letter, sent to UK Treasury Minister Andrew Griffith, highlights that British firms are becoming wary of trading with Ukraine due to the risk of losing banking services. Banks are reportedly closing accounts or rejecting account setup requests if they involve transactions with Ukraine. The banks claim they must adhere to legal obligations and Western sanctions on Russia, which occupies parts of Ukraine. However, Business leaders argue that this cautious approach is hindering economic ties between the two nations and negatively impacting Ukraine's ability to recover and fund its defense. They urge the government's review of debanking to also consider the handling of business transactions with Ukraine. While the government asserts continued support for Ukraine, affected businesses remain concerned about the lack of action to address their struggles.
0: North Korea has confirmed the detention of U.S. soldier Private Travis King, who crossed the heavily armed Korean border, stating that he did so due to disillusionment with the inequality and racial discrimination he perceived in American society and the U.S. Army. King, the first American detained in North Korea in nearly five years, expressed his desire for refuge in North Korea or a third country citing his dissatisfaction with unequal American society. North Korea's propaganda outlet, the Korean Central News Agency, reported the claims, but their authenticity is hard to verify. The U.S. Defense Department seeks to bring King back, but acknowledges the challenge of negotiating with North Korea. Analysts suggest North Korea might use King's situation for diplomatic concessions. King's family appeals for humane treatment, and some speculate North Korea might eventually release him. This development comes amid ongoing tensions, military drills, and discussions of expanded military cooperation in the region.
1: Armed groups launched a deadly attack near the Mali-Niger border, killing 17 Nigerian soldiers and injuring 20 more, who were evacuated to Niamey. The attack occurred as a detachment of the Nigerian armed forces was ambushed, resulting in over 100 assailants being neutralized during their retreat. The region at the convergence of central Mali, northern Burkina Faso, and western Niger has seen escalating violence by al-Qaeda and ISIS-linked groups over the past decade. This violence has contributed to military takeovers in the affected countries, including Niger's recent coup. The insecurity prompted Niger's military government to revoke agreements with the French military and suspend aid from other partners, raising concerns about equipment and expertise to combat the armed groups.
0: In lighter news, Spain secured their first-ever Women's World Cup final berth with a 2-1 victory over Sweden in Auckland, marked by a dramatic climax as all three goals were netted within the last 10 minutes of the match. The initial half was uneventful, with Spain dominating possession but failing to generate significant scoring opportunities due to Sweden's defensive strategy. Shots were scarce, and the first half ended with only five attempts, one on target. The second half saw an increased tempo as both teams aimed for a breakthrough, resulting in Spain scoring in the 81st minute. Sweden swiftly responded with an equalizer in the 88th minute. Yet Spain's Olga Carmona secured their win with a strike in the 89th minute. Spain advances to face the winner of England-Australia in the final, which is taking place as we record, while Sweden will contend for third place against the loser of the other semi-final. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at the dsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, along with our sources for today's episode, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.